Hello, hello, and thank you for joining me once again. My name is Dirk Krause. I am your host of Krause's Corner, and we are sponsored by Piano and Guitar Institute. You can find them on all of the social media platforms as well online, pianoandguitarinstitute.com. Check out their website. You will find some fantastic New Year's specials. You might as well start the music, the year off right with music, right? Obviously, you're listening to this podcast. You are a fan of music. All right, well, guess what we're going to do today? The last six weeks, we have been talking about the countercultures that are created by different genres of music. We are going to take a break from that because it is the holiday season and I am just going to share a couple of stories. This will be a short one. Share a couple of stories just about um, holiday music and Christmas music. As a music educator, it is it is so much fun um, around that the 1st of November, right? And how many times do you go into a store around the 1st of November, maybe even before Halloween, and they've got Christmas music on, <laughs> right? And you just want to walk up to somebody and step on their pinky toe because it's October and they're playing Jingle Bells. Yeah, I get it. I feel you. I understand. However, as a music teacher, I absolutely love the months of November and December because we start teaching Christmas songs as early as the last week of October, just so kids can have them ready to play. Many, many times we will do a Christmas performance of some sort, and guess what? You're not gonna learn a song overnight to perform for mom, dad, brother, sister, anybody that wants to hear you play. It takes time, you have to practice, you have to have a rehearsal. So in order to successfully navigate all of that, you start with your Christmas music early on. And yes, I do get the pushback from some of the parents. It's October 28th. We cannot start Christmas music. And I get it. I totally get it. However, I see my students a grand total of six, maybe seven times between Halloween and Christmas performance which means we got to start our Christmas songs early. We also want to make sure that we start early enough to get lots of Christmas songs so the students have lots to play, right? I'll never forget um, early on, many years ago, early on in my career, another teacher comes in and it was that first lesson after the Halloween performance and he just looked at me and he's like, Mr. Krause, it's go time. And I, I knew exactly what he was talking about. And I, I just kind of smiled and said, yes, it is. And so as students started coming to lesson that day, we started handing out Christmas books. And it was awesome because that means all through the halls, we hear Christmas music all day for the next two months. And it was awesome. Yes, we have heard jingle bells more times than any human being really needs to hear jingle bells. But... It is so much fun because the kids start to get excited. Yeah, up until Thanksgiving, they're just kind of going through the motions. They're still playing their, you know, their regular lesson stuff and they're kind of, oh, half-heartedly playing through some Christmas material. But the seed has been planted in those lessons after 
Thanksgiving are all Christmas music and it's so much fun because the, the students have learned four, five, six, seven Christmas songs and they're just jamming. So another fun story. Early on, um, we were very, very young. We only had about 100 students enrolled. Um, and we do this thing called performance class where the students come out to the performance room and all of the students have to play the Christmas songs that they've learned. So the Christmas performance class is always the last week before we close uh, for the holidays. And we just spend the entire half hour, the entire lesson, playing Christmas songs. Teachers play, kids play, parents listen. Uh, it's just, it's super fun, super fun. Well, that first year we were open, we had, like I said, about 100 students and the average age was about five, <laughs> maybe six. Not too many of them were playing anything but Jingle Bells. And so just for giggles, um, me and another teacher, we decided to just tally how many times we heard Jingle Bells. And sure enough, by Wednesday, we had heard Jingle Bells 100 times. And so we stopped counting. <laughs> it was kind of one of those things like, oh my gosh, we if we hear Jingle Bells one more time, I just don't know what I'm going to do with myself. But it has created some really cool opportunities where students will play Jingle Bells and we as teachers will um, change up the duet a little bit. We'll turn it into a reggae Jingle Bells or we'll turn it into a heavy metal Jingle Bells or a country Jingle Bells. Uh, we have we have actually had a ska Jingle Bells done and it's, it was really cool. We've done a beatbox Jingle Bells. We have had just some of the coolest renditions of, of Jingle Bells because the teachers will change up the, the teacher accompaniment, the duet part, and and just have fun with it. And the kids love it. It is so much fun. Uh, same thing with Jolly Old St. Nicholas. That's another one that young kids play a lot of and advanced students not so much. But anyways, with the holidays, make sure you take time to listen to your favorite Christmas songs. Maybe not in November, because maybe you're not a music teacher and maybe you don't need to hear Jingle Bells starting in November. But as the holiday season gets closer and closer, please take some time, whether it is uh, an evening by the fire or uh, music to go along with dinner. Put on some of your favorite Christmas carols, your holiday music, choices and listen and just and just relax and enjoy the sounds of the season because remember music is that universal language music kind of ties us all together right music tells us where we are what we are and kind of kind of dictates our mood sometimes even right yes christmas holiday music enjoy it guys thanks for listening have a great day